0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 424, Pick Your Passion, part two, by Ross Enemite of rostraining.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malek, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the authors. So today's a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first, that's episode 423. And we're talking about following your passions. And so I have a confession about one of my passions, baseball. It's only spring training. For those of you that aren't familiar with baseball, spring training is the time when the athletes just kind of get used to getting back into baseball shape, and a lot of the not-so-familiar faces, kind of like those folks who are probably not gonna make the team, end up playing. I am such a huge baseball nerd, I sat and watched most of a televised spring training game. Oh, that's how much I miss baseball. Look, it's been a few months, I needed my fix. But once I was done, I of course followed my other passions, and worked out, ate right, and of course, came back here to record this show. So, if you're all caught up, let's jump right into part two and continue optimizing your life. Pick Your Passion, part two, by Ross Enamite of rostraining.com. Define yourself. In the words of George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel, quote, nothing great in the world has been accomplished without passion, End quote. Wilhelm's words ring loud and clear for me. I don't wanna be ordinary. I want to stand out. I want to excel. I am passionate about everything that I do. I will never settle for anything but my personal best. To make the most of your training, you must bring passion to the gym. Passion is more important than even the most sophisticated forms of periodization, program creation, restoration, and supplementation. If you are not passionate, you are indifferent and lost in a job-like mentality. Indifference means that you don't care one way or another. If you are indifferent about your training, don't expect anything but nothing. Fortunately, it isn't difficult to find something that you can be passionate about. You are free to choose whatever you enjoy. No one can pick for you. Regardless of what some may say, you are not defined by the activity that you choose. You are defined by how you attack the activity. A passionate powerlifter is no better than a passionate ultra-marathon runner. He is different. Different is different. Different is not better or worse. There was a time in my life when I was passionate about running. It wasn't uncommon for me to run several miles every day of the month. I ran in several road races and loved every minute of it. However, my interests changed over time. Eventually, the running bug left me and I moved on to something else. In fact, I regularly shift gears in terms of passion and goals. I get bored easily. If I no longer enjoy an exercise or activity, I will move on to another challenge. Whoever said that variety is the spice of life was certainly onto something. When I do shift gears, I remain the same person. Take, for example, my running craze. It was still me. I'm not better than I was 15 years ago simply because my passion has changed. Today's passion is different. It isn't better or worse. When I ran regularly, I put forth my best effort. When I trained this morning, I also put forth my best effort. I gave it everything that I had. The only difference between now and then is that the direction of my effort has changed. Over the years, I've trained extensively with bodyweight exercise, free weights, odd objects, and just about everything else that is remotely related to exercise. I am not defined based on what I'm using for a particular month or year. I am who I am based on the effort that I put forth each day. Unfortunately, many fail to realize this simple fact. There are groups that will judge you based on how you train. These elitists feel that they are better than you if you don't do what they are doing. They are blinded by their own ignorance. They've actually convinced themselves that they are the only people in the world who understand the meaning of hard work. Take, for example, the trash talk that is often seen on large message boards between different training groups. I often see bodybuilders dissed by others. Personally, bodybuilding is not my cup of tea, but that does not mean I don't respect those bodybuilders who bust their you-know-whats in the gym. I've met many bodybuilders over the years who work as hard as anyone I've ever seen. Their dedication to training and diet surpasses many of the professional athletes that I've trained. These bodybuilders are working just as hard as you. Perhaps their work is different, but that doesn't mean they're not putting forth a 100% effort. It isn't as if the bodybuilder approaches the bar and decides to only put forth a partial effort simply because he is a bodybuilder. Once again, you are not defined by the activities you choose. You were defined by how you attack the activity. I don't respect athletes for what they do. I respect athletes for how they do it. In the words of T. Allen Armstrong, quote, if there is no passion in your life, then have you really lived? Find your passion, whatever it may be, become it and let it become you and you will find great things happen for you, to you and because of you, End quote. Where to look. I can't tell you what to be passionate about. It isn't for me to decide. You must find something that you enjoy. Your work will be exponentially more effective if you find an activity or sport that you truly enjoy. Do not let anyone choose for you. Find out for yourself. Get your hands dirty and see what lights your fire. I also suggest charting progress and working towards defined goals. When I ran regularly, I always try to run faster. When I lift weights, I try to lift heavier weights. When I work with bodyweight exercise, I try to work with more challenging variations. I'm always working towards a new goal, regardless of the training style. I don't train aimlessly. I'm training for something specific. You don't need to train for a sport to have precise training goals. And even if your sole focus is to improve aesthetically, I still suggest working towards precise goals. Performance-based goals can be quantified. Your body will come along for the ride by adapting to the demands imposed upon it. Professional athletes offer the perfect example to this concept. These athletes train specifically for their events. They are not training to look good, but it isn't uncommon for this to happen simply because of the work that is put forth in pursuit of their goals. It's a win-win situation, and you are able to chart legitimate improvements in performance. Perhaps you're lifting 10 more pounds than you were last month, or perhaps you've gone from five reps on the pull-up bar to 10. These are quantifiable improvements that you can track over time, as opposed to staring in the mirror and guessing whether you look 5.3 or 7.4% better than you did last month. And even if you're training solely for looks, what happens when you're finally happy with your appearance? For example, suppose a woman decides that she wants to fit into her old bikini. She busts her you-know-what for four months before summer and achieves her goal. What does she do now? Does she enter a 15-year maintenance period without any defined goals? The visual goal has already been realized, so what else can she look forward to? Without a measurable goal, it is common for the individual to lose passion. When passion fades, expect results to fade as well. When you focus on performance-based goals, however, you will never run into this problem. I'm always finding new ways to challenge myself. Each challenge provides a unique outlet for my passion. I don't know what I'll be doing this time next year, but I do know that I'll be working hard on whatever the goal may be. Once you determine the power of passion, it isn't something that you'll ever want to lose. My passion towards life drives me forward. It is a burning desire to constantly improve. Great things are fueled by passion, so why settle for anything less? If you want to stand out in life, you'd better be passionate. Find your passion and pursue it relentlessly. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Pick Your Passion Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's so funny because the other day when I was teaching my Fundamentals of Motivation and Behavior Change class, the idea of course setting goals came up. And we talked about this very thing. What happens when you set a goal for yourself to look a certain way? Well, that's not necessarily inherently wrong, Ross made a great point. What happens when you reach that goal where you end up looking like the man of steel or the guys from 300 or that actress whose body you've always wanted to have? What happens when you ultimately get to that point? So do you say, awesome, done it, now I'm good. I'm just going to stop all these behaviors that I was doing Sometimes that happens. And so I love that Ross took the approach of, that's great if you end up looking like that. That's wonderful. But that may be a byproduct of all those wonderful behaviors that you were doing. So why not maintain that, continue those behaviors, and keep looking that way, keep feeling good about yourself, keep your heart healthy, because that's really what it's about, right? It's having that quality of life. And if you can look the way you want to, with that quality of life, well, now we're on to something. So yes, set goals. If you wanna look a certain way, okay, but let's put some numbers on that. How many days a week is it gonna take you to train to look like that? Or how many calories or what size portions should you have to get yourself to look like that? That's the stuff that really you need to focus on because that's what's gonna create a lifestyle, habits that last a lifetime, so you can look like that for a lifetime or most of your life, hopefully, and stay healthy in the meantime, stay feeling positive, and to use that momentum for years and years and years. All right, really quickly, before I go, if you wanna show some support for our podcast, there are many ways to help out, both free and otherwise. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash support to check it out. Or for a really quick thing, if you don't remember to go to the site here's one thing you can do. Share this show with someone. That right there is a huge way to support us. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you in advance for sharing this show with someone. Thank you for listening to the end. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I can say. I'll be back here tomorrow for a Friday Q&A show. Thank you for sending in your questions. So stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. And together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode. And head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.